Communion Meditation, Koinonia at the Lord's Table. Welcome. This episode of Humble Perspectives is an unexpected follow-up to the last one, which was titled, Called to Fellowship with the King. On Saturday, I was asked to share about Koinonia in a meditation that I was to present just before our church shared in the Lord's Supper on Sunday. It seems good to share these thoughts with you as well. John's description of the purpose for proclaiming the good news about Jesus is one of the most wonderful passages in Scripture. This is what we proclaim to you, what was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and our hands have touched, concerning the word of life, And the life was revealed, and we have seen and testify and announced to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was revealed to us. What we have seen and heard, we announce to you too, so that you may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Thus, we are writing these things so that our joy may be made complete. That we can have fellowship together with with God amazing, and that that fellowship would make a complete joy for the Father, the Son, and for God's people. In the verses following, John tells us that God has made provision for forgiveness and cleansing for those who fess up. Those who refuse to admit their sin and try to hide it remain under the power of sin and death. But those who confess their wrongdoing will be forgiven and cleansed. John says, if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. 1 John 1, 7. New English translation. The word translated fellowship in this passage is koinonia a word filled with great significance when it's used in the New Testament. The full meaning doesn't translate easily into English. For example, in Acts 2.42, koinonia means sharing life together in community. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, koinonia, to the breaking of bread and the prayers, English Standard Version. Luke goes on to describe their lifestyle of koinonia. Daily, more than 3,000 disciples of King Jesus gathered in the temple to receive instruction from the apostles and for the prayers. They broke bread, that is, shared the Lord's Supper from house to house, and they ate their meals together. They also shared their possessions so that no one among them was in need. This life together is summed up in the word koinonia. Koinonia can also refer to a working partnership through sharing finances, as in Philippians 1, 5, and 4, 5, and 6. There are several more expressions of koinonia in Scripture. One of these, which Paul brought up in 1 Corinthians 10, 16, and 17, concerns the Lord's Supper, which we are about to share this morning. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in? Is it not koinonia in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in? Is it not koinonia in the body of Christ? 
Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. English Standard Version. The Lord's Supper is a meal shared together, quote, when you come together in the church, unquote, Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians eleven eighteen. Significantly, Paul does not mention koinonia in that passage, 1 Corinthians eleven seventeen to 24, in which he exhorts the Corinthian disciples about their sharing the Lord's Supper. Why doesn't he? because Paul is correcting them precisely because they are not coming together in Koinonia. Instead, there are divisions and factions among them, and they are not sharing their food with each other. One goes hungry, another gets drunk, Paul protests. Besides the New Testament, one of the earliest Christian writings we have is the Didache from the late first century. It includes suggested prayers of thanks to be offered for the bread and for the wine in the Thanksgiving meal, the Lord's Supper. Over the wine, the suggested prayers, we give thanks to you, our Father, for the holy vine of David, your servant. This vine you've made known to us through Jesus, your child. Glory be to you into the ages. Let's pause and ask, what is the vine of David? I am the true vine, Jesus said. I am the vine, you are the branches, John 15, 1 and 3. This is a picture of koinonia, of sharing life, life that produces fruit. The grapes, when smashed into juice, become wine, a sign of koinonia, of shared life. For the life is in the blood, say the scriptures. The Didache continues. Just as this broken bread was scattered over the hills and became one when it had been brought together, so shall thy church be brought together from the ends of the earth into thy kingdom, for to thee belong the glory and the power through Jesus Christ into the ages. The bread we will break today consists of kernels of grain, harvested, ground together, mixed with water and baked into bread. The bread also is a sign of koinonia, of the body offered for the life of the world. In the time of the Reformation, these prayers were treasured and developed by the Anabaptists, today's Amish and Mennonites, in their statements about the Lord's Supper. In 1560, Klaus Felbinger, while in prison for his faith in Christ, wrote, We also know, praise be to God, the interpretation of this high mystery which he wanted to disclose to his loved ones in this comforting supper. Namely, by means of bread and wine, he has shown the community of his body. Even as natural bread is composed by the coming together of many grains, ground under the millstones, and each giving the others all it possesses, they have community with one another, and thus become one loaf. And likewise, as the wine is composed of many grapes, each sharing its juice with the rest in the wine press, so that they become one drink, even so are we also, in that we become completely of one nature with him in life and death, and all one in Christ. He's the vine, and we are his branches, he the head, and we his members. From the Confession of Faith of Klaus Felbinger. In 1646, Minnow Simons wrote, just as natural bread has to be kneaded of many kernels of grain broken in the mill 
together with water and then baked by the heat of the fire. In the same way, the church of Christ is made up of many believers, broken in their hearts by the mill of God's word, baptized with water of the Holy Spirit, and brought together in one body by pure and unadulterated love at the Lord's table. From Oprah Omnia, 1646. As we receive the bread and wine this morning, let us be conscious that we are sharing koinonia with the Father and with the Son and also with one another, each one a member of the one body of which Jesus is the head. If there's any whose relationship with God or with another person needs to be reconciled, let us repent and seek reconciliation. If we have unconfessed sin, let us make our confession before we come to the table and share in the life of Jesus our King, who offered his own body of flesh for our healing and his own blood for our resurrection to life. It is only by Jesus' laid down life and poured out blood that sin and death can be defeated in our lives. Come to the table and receive love, life, mercy, and forgiveness as we renew the covenant of fellowship that Jesus has provided.